Someone You Should Know, a program about people you know, and even more that you don't. Hosted by Stuart Sachs, veteran, husband, father, and grandfather. Now, here's your host, Stuart Sachs. Well, it's another edition of Someone You Should Know. Glad to have you all with us again and every week. I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. Can't tell you how much I appreciate Mark Warner and KVGI Media for uh, for you know the production of the, the program. Thank you, Mark. Uh, I salute you. Uh, and also, hey, I'm glad to announce today that we uh, have a new sponsor for the show, a no, no Sweat Experts. They are a heating and air conditioning company right here in the DFW area, and they are absolutely terrific. For those of you who don't want to go with the great big companies that can't get to you for two weeks or more, whatever, you need to check out No Sweat Experts, and you can do it at nosweatexperts.com. They they do everything with HVAC, air conditioning systems. Uh, They don't come in months or weeks. I called them, and they came out within hours took care of what needed to be done. They were extremely affordably priced. And I got together with uh, with Roy Cook and his staff. They are phenomenal people. And if you're a veteran or a teacher, you get a special discount. So check out nosweatexperts.com right here in the DFW area. Well, as always, you know, I, I am always out there looking for people to invite onto the program to share what they what they do. I, I have a young lady on with me this morning that I have been trying to get for probably a year, but she is moving in so many directions at the same time that I couldn't narrow her down until today. And right here, right now, on Someone You Should Know is Shannon White Hammond. Yay! Oh, yay! Happy to be here. <laughs> so glad to have you on the on the show. I, as I say, I have been following you mostly through Facebook and everything. We've talked back and forth, and and we're connected through a lot of other different people. But trying to nail you down to one spot for one hour is impossible. Well, and I hate I hate to hear that because I don't ever want to be too busy to stop and visit with someone. So note to self, some things need to change. <laughs> well, we're here today and we're going to we're going to share a lot of information because you are involved in a lot of things and sometimes people do get in, do multitask and they get involved in in several directions, but they're usually interconnected. It seems that all the things that you're involved in are so far out there and unconnected that nobody would say how how could she possibly do all of those things? And I can't. I can do none of them with excellence. <laughs> and my good friends that know me totally know that. Um, I'm not organized. I'm not orderly, systematic, you know. I mean, and sometimes that's su- a super big blessing because I can drop things and go do stuff. And um, I can multitask. But, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of all over the place following. You know, we all have a lot of different things we're interested in and things that we love to pursue. So, I'm trying my best to to do them all. I, I think if I had to sum you up in one word, I probably would use the word kinetic, be, because be, because you're just you're you're just you know a hot wire all all the time. You're 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 a, a wife. You're a mom. Uh, you're a businesswoman. You're a a a a, a Facebook con, you know a, a freak. 
<laughs> if you will, because you, yeah, yeah, you, you yeah. control a, a Facebook page. I mean, you you own your own business. Uh, you're in in business with your husband uh, and and work within his. So we we got to talk about a few of these things. If 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 you had to pick any of those things that you're involved in to say that is the majority of my my existence. Which one of those is like like at the top of the priority list? Well, in reality, the thing that I spend most of my time on is working here with Hammond Home Health, our home health care business side, um, probably 60 hours a week. Only only 60 hours a week? But, you know, that's where most of the work um, needs to be right now. But if you ask where my passions lie and where I would love to be spending my bulk of the stuff, it's just, I love good stuff in Frisco, uh, our Facebook group. And um, not necessarily that I just love the Facebook group. I love highlighting and meeting the good stuff in Frisco. All right. Well, then let's, if you want, let's start there. Good stuff in Frisco is not your your rant and uh, and vent uh, kind of a, of a, a Facebook page. In fact, you make it very clear that if that's what you want to use the Facebook page for, go elsewhere uh, because you are looking for the positive side of life to share with the people that follow your Facebook page. And uh, and I just said what it's about. You tell people why you got involved in it, when you got involved in it, and what your mission is with, uh, you know, the, the Facebook page. Sure, sure. Um, when the pandemic, when we when we went into lockdown, I think it was like last April, um, I had, you know, I had been, I had just recently joined a Facebook group about Frisco politics. And I was like, my hope was to join that page and learn. I love connect, connecting people and being connected Um to grassroots local stuff. And so I had joined this page and it was all, I noticed everybody talking crap about everyone, um, not not everyone, but that was a general feel I got from it. Right. And um, just a lot of negative stuff, a lot backbiting. Anyway, I was like, okay, I don't need to be a part of this, especially in the middle of a pandemic when we're all scared, wondering what's going on. We need some, some life-giving stuff. So I got off of that page and I thought, God, it would just be great to have a page where we highlight just the good stuff around us in Frisco, because that's why a lot of us moved here was we just loved it. So I just said, I'm going to start a Facebook group, call it Good Stuff in Frisco, where we focus on good stuff. If nobody joins, then I won't be totally embarrassed. I'll just stop the page. And But I just, it was all about streamlining. When you see somebody doing good stuff, let's post it here. Um you know, somebody that encourages people at the gas pump that's working at the gas station. Um, you know, uh, people that let other people go in uh, the parking lot and have a parking space. When you notice stuff like that, it makes a difference. So we just started posting that. People can post stuff. I can post stuff. And that's what we did. And it's grown to be about um, 3.5 thousand people, which, you know, it's not a ton, but there are people that want to see the good stuff and we don't promote our businesses. I don't promote my businesses. We don't promote each other's businesses. It's promoting people and good stuff. And um, really my hope is to encourage, tell me if I'm talking too much cause I'm just on a roll. But my, my hope is to encourage people that every one of us can be part of the good stuff. We all have it in us. 
one simple thing makes a difference in people's days. And we can all be part of that. You're, you're absolutely right in what you just said, that almost everybody has some good news to share, some good things. We are surrounded by so much negativity that trying to get past the negativity and get the good stuff out there. And the important thing is to share the good stuff because other people have good stuff too in their lives. Uh, and and again, for those that are watching and listening, this is not something that we, a couple things we'll talk about are unique just to the, to the North Texas area. But hey, folks, this is nationwide. You can go to Facebook, Good Stuff in Frisco, just to share any good thoughts, good news, good deeds. Somebody did something nice for you, share it. Because we all need at least a little bit of our day to go to that Facebook page and see what somebody said. Because if it made them feel good, guaranteed, it'll make you feel good too. And I know that's, that's what right. you, and when did you start the Facebook page? It was just so before was the pandemic. August, April last year. And so it's been just a little bit over a year. And, um, you know, it's just the, the thing I want to say and the message I like to get out is, I'm not anybody special. Like I am a regular messy person with messy lives, busy lives. Um, it, you don't have to be special to do something kind and make a difference. It really does make a difference. These kind deeds. Cause you don't, you don't see it all the time, but it's, it's all inside of us. I've got no agenda except to encourage people to make a difference and be part of the good stuff. We we seem to have have moved over the last decade or so into more of a road rage mode than than that that respect and kindness to our fellow man mode that we were all taught about. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I, I even something as simple as as saying thank you to somebody for doing something for you, uh, opening a door. And, and it doesn't mean that a man's got to open a door for a woman. A woman can open a door for a man or for an, an, a, an older citizen, a senior citizen. I go to the grocery store sometime and I see somebody that's having difficulty putting their groceries in the trunk of their car. How much time does it take to walk over and say, here, excuse me, ma'am, may I help you with, with that? You know, it's, it's appreciating each other for who we are and what we can do as human beings for each other. Right. And that's and what good... You know, that's what good stuff in Frisco is. That's what you believe in and I believe in. And it's the message that we both share. Right. And I truly, you know, the more and more I talk and the more I more I listen to people and we all voice the same heart of wanting kindness in our world. It sounds so simple, but the, the true way that happens is with each one of us choosing to do that, to go and help somebody unload their groceries to help them push it out when they've lost their car in the middle of the parking lot, help them find it. Um, that is how we're going to change our culture is one person at a time. If you have a newer car, you don't have to help them find the car, find their car that you just push the button on the remote and, and, and yes. their car goes beep, 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 beep. Yes. Very true. Very true. But you know, it's just, this is, this is it. It is simple. We don't have to be anybody special. We don't have to broadcast it. You know, it's just, it's literally loving each and every person and um, loving people is what we do in action. I, I love to see every once in a while, somebody will post something that says, Hey, to the gentleman behind me at the Starbucks line who, who, you know, paid for my coffee. Thank you very, very much. 
I don't know who you are, why, but you paid for my coffee. I pulled up and got it, and, and it was paid for. How nice is that when somebody can do something like that for somebody else? Exactly. And when people read that, it encourages them to do the same thing. And it's just it's just a ripple effect. And so, you know what? It, every single one of us can make a difference. I'll share one of my good stuff stories with you. And, and it's something that my father used to do, and I do it occasionally now, too. When we used to go to restaurants, very often you would get put into a booth right next to a family of kids that were jumping and screaming and making lots of noise and all. But other times you'd sit down and at the next booth were, was a, a mom and dad and two young kids and they're sitting and they're eating and they're behaving and all. My dad would get up when we'd leave and he would walk over and he would take a dollar bill out of his wallet and he would give a dollar bill to each one of the children and say, here, I just want you to have this because you are such good kids and all that. I, I think that you should have this. Love it. And the, the parents would love it. And I do I do the same thing because it's it's not only appreciating the children for behaving in the restaurant, but it's also saying to the parents, you did a good job in raising those kids. Exactly. And we don't get that enough as parents, too. Um, my yeah. son and I were at Einstein's bagels in Frisco. I mean, it was a few months ago, but I remember sitting there with, with Connor, who's 20. And we looked over next to us was a father and his son. He was probably five, a little boy. And we watched for Connor brought this up. He said, mom, look at that dad. He is not on his phone. He is actively engaged with his son. He is talking to him, visiting with him. He is not on his phone. We ended up taking, meeting them, taking a picture of them and putting that on good stuff. And um, someone said, um, one of the comments was, are we to the point in society where we have to point out, it was kind of a little bit negative, where we have to point out a father doing his job and sitting and visiting with his son. And I said, right. actually, we don't ever see this where someone's not giving their full attention, putting down their phone, giving their full attention. Why, why is that the exception and not the rule? Exactly. Exactly. But just people, we notice this stuff. You know, it, it makes a difference. So, yeah. yeah. You mentioned your son, Connor, and that probably is, is where our connection first started. Yes. And I got to tell you, that's that's almost six years ago. I know. I think, I your, think you're your, right. your son, Connor, and a couple of his friends started making uh, uh, raised gardens. Mm -hmm. uh, they were manufacturing them in your in your uh, garage. Mm -hmm. In fact, you had no room for your cars. If That's isn't correct. that right? We still don't. <laughs> Is he still doing that? He he and his friends have morphed from that garden building into opening up their little their little Frisco business, Simple Solutions, where they go and they do all kinds of home projects for people. But hey, they still love doing things and building things. So and and Connor was, I think, he was one of like like the first one of the first few people that I had as a guest on Someone You Should Know back yes. when I started this show. Yes. And at the time, I think he was like 15 years old right. and he was doing this because he was saving money for a car. Mm -hmm. and, and mm -hmm. He didn't even have a driver's license yet, right. but they started and they were building and selling uh, ground level gardens and raised mm -hmm. gardens by the dozens. Right, right. And a, a, a enterprising young man. <laughs> You know what? One thing our family has just learned through just going out and doing, you know, the, the, the escape room was our first venture into small business is the business stuff is hard and it's great. And it's we're so happy we get to earn a living 
you know, where we're the bosses of ourselves, but um, like the community aspect. And that's one thing our son has gained from, from it. Just that's been a blessing is meeting people in our communities. Like it's not just stuff that people say it's real. Like you just, it, we have a great town. We have a great community and great fellow merchants and fellow small business owners. You know, it's just, this is a great place to live and to raise our families. And it's, 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 it's a booming place because we moved here eight years ago. And I often say that it was like 75,000 people here when we moved. And now it's over 200,000 people in, you know, in less than a decade. Uh, but it's a very, very interactive community. Yes, we've got major malls, major uh, strip centers, and big box stores and everything. But then we've got an area that where, where your business is located, which is called the Rail District here in Frisco, which is the old buildings of Frisco, the old downtown area that's revitalized and has coffee shops and has little uh, uh, consignment stores. It's got music stores. It's got all kinds of really fun places where you can park your car and just stroll a matter of about four or five blocks and see an awful lot of things. Yes, I think that's a great place for people um, that are wanting to get the flavor of our community and a taste for the culture of, you know, of the local grassroots people. It's to coming to the rail district. And, you know, Donnie Churchman with NAC Development and the patio at the rails, he has such a heart for our little downtown and is just infusing such life. Down there, we've got Ed Mahoney with the rail district merchants. Um, we now have like a wine walk. Um, the second Thursday of every month, walking through the right. rail district um, in the evenings and tasting wine from local North Texas wineries. Listening to local talent. It, yes, and we have local artists, local musicians. It's just, it's such a great way to just experience our community, our neighbors, our, our fellow business owners. And as a great segue, right in the middle of the rail district is is a little sh little place called Countdown to Escape, which which is owned by you and your husband. As if you don't already have enough on your plate, and you're already working sixty hours a week at at Hammond Home Health. But Countdown to Escape, this is really cool. Share what Countdown to Escape sure. is all about. Sure. About four years ago, my husband, Fred, um, I was still working um, for FISD at Bledsoe Elementary um, in the front office there, which um, I loved, loved, loved. And um, Fred decided, you know, it's time to leave corporate America. He was so tired of traveling 70% of the time. And so he's like, let's look at buying a small business, which we absolutely had no experience in or anything. And um, our passions, we tried to start with what our passions are which are connecting people. And that's what I would just recommend anybody looking into getting a small business or starting one, truly look at what do I love? What am I passionate about? And we are passionate about connecting people and meeting people, connecting people. And um, we had never done escape rooms, but the thing that, that we really liked was that it encouraged people to come into a room with their group of friends, put their phones down, put these things down that's, you know, so much of the time we're never fully present. Put them down and you're going to work together towards a common goal and a mission in your themed room. And that just, that got us excited. And so we ended up um, joining the rail district merchants, buying this little business downtown. And um, when I walked in, I had never seen it. And uh, I walked in and I was like, well, we're not telling anybody we own this until it's redecorated because it's 
freaking ugly from the 1970s. No offense, anybody that has been in there before, but brought my friend, uh, Dina Thompson designs in that she's one of my best friends and she came and redecorated it all and um, put her little touch on it. We call it a boutique escape room. We've got three little escape rooms for your um, corporate groups, family groups, um, grand grandparents bringing grandkids to just, you have a mission with puzzles, clues, riddles, trying to figure out how to get to your next step and how to eventually accomplish your mission in 60 minutes. And so, you know, it's a super fun, business it's even more fun meeting our community and um making relationships had you and fred ever been to an escape room before you had the idea of getting into this what a great question um no and once we bought it and fred brought me in there um first of all you know i was like okay we got to redecorate that was my first thought with the (laughs) 20 year old silk ficus from kmart and um, there was that, and then we ended up, Fred's like, okay, let's do an escape room. So we brought my brother-in-law, my nieces and nephews, and um, we all went in and did an escape room. And when we were done, the staff that helped us through, you get a game master that kind of gives you hints and helps you. They said, you guys are literally the worst group we have ever had come through here. <laughs> that was probably the first and last escape room that I, uh, that I tried and I was successful at. So yeah, we were pretty bad. But but I, it kind of it kind of evolved, and I mean it's just a fascinating concept uh, because you said that that number one is it's it's not only is it uh, the plan is to get into this room and follow the clues in order to get out and all, but it is an escape from reality to just get together with people and interact. And like you said, it it's something that we we all aspire to do, but we just don't do it, and that's working together for a solution. Right. And you, you have different levels. I think there, well, you have three different rooms. Right. Three different rooms, beginner, moderate, and more advanced. Um, some people completely love the challenge and they don't mind not getting out of an escape room. <laughs> Our focus, Frisco is more of families and groups that truly want to escape and want to have fun. So we do <laughs> gear our business more towards families and um, and birthdays and things like that. We can make it as hard as you want or allow it to be as hard as you want, but uh, most people just want the experience to have fun and get out of the room. So we will help people with that. Yeah. I think we probably could put a disclaimer in there and let people know that want to go to Countdown to Escape, that there is a time limit. So it's not like you're in there until you figure out how to right. get out. You're not going to be there for days. Exactly. You have 60 minutes. And something else that's super important, I think, for people to know is you're not locked in the room. You can, If you are claustrophobic or whatever, you can always get out and you're not in like a little tiny room. It's just not like that. It's more of like these are themed rooms with puzzles um, and a mission to accomplish your mission. So, so yeah, um, that's what it is. Another thing that we added there, we, we have a, back, a beautiful lounge in the back that you can um, use for like birthday gatherings or um, have, we have a margarita machine we rent out for people that want to do that. You're welcome to bring food and drinks. Um, so, yeah. We could, we, what you want, we make happen. We've had people get engaged in our escape rooms and things like that, but we like oh, to, really? I know we love to, <laughs> you know, people that work out next door at CrossFit low came to escape room and got engaged there and then ended up having their wedding at Magnolia Terrace in the rail district as well. We're going we're gonna to get engaged in that escape room. Cause I ain't going to let you escape from exactly. me. Exactly. Very good. <laughs> Very tricky. So, and the escape room you started how long ago? Oh, three years ago, three years ago. Yeah. So I think this, the whole business is about five, 
you know what? I don't know, five, six years old. But hey, we're still- <laughs> It just flies. It, it does. I mean, I'll tell you, it didn't fly last year. The escape room is the worst business to have in a pandemic. So, you know, we will encourage everybody to get in tiny rooms, touch things. Right, right. Things. There's no way you can stay six feet apart. Exactly. So one thing I do like to always tell people is that all the rooms are private. So it's just your group. We don't put other people in there in there with you. And um, finally, in June, I think we started to we, we finally broke even. <laughs> and so the, the summer has been really successful. And um, and we owe that to our local community um, coming back and supporting us and just being fantastic. And, you know, a lot of um, a lot of businesses right now in the climate with hiring people, super hard to hire people. We have been so blessed with loyal employees and um, we listen to them and make sure we're supporting them and that they're staying. So we're, we're really happy with that. Well, again, that, that, that part of Shannon is countdown to escape.com. Go online, see what it's all about because it's really, it's really kind of neat and fascinating. And, and it, it, it's a, 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 you know, a real departure from just your Saturday night, get together and go out for a pizza. Uh, get together with some friends uh, and all, and instead of watching a movie in somebody's family room uh, and I'll go over to countdown to escape and really have an adventure, especially anybody, anybody who loves mysteries. And, you know, I, I remember growing up with the game clue to try and find out who done it. This is what it is. It's a, it's a, it's a grown up version of, of clue. And, and, and you're sharing it with people in order to find the solution. And I, I, I guess I have to say that when people walk out and have solved the 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 uh, the escape room, and they feel pretty good about their their ability to do it. They do. They do. Pretty proud. Now, what what is the size? You mentioned that there's a beginner and an intermediate and and a more advanced. And I'll, what is the maximum number of people per room that you can that you encourage? Sure. We can do eight to 10 people in the rooms. People can, we can fit up to 10. You just, um, you don't want to, we can even fit more, but you don't want to put that many in there because you want everybody to be actively engaged. Okay. Yeah. But, so, yeah. but if just, if two, if two couples or three couples want to come in, you can handle that too. Right. Or if you just want to come in as a couple and it's just the two of you, we don't put anybody extra in the room. It's just the two of you, the per person deal. Yep. That's a, that, that, that's cool. Now, and, and then you said that, 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 that the other full-time job that you have <laughs> is, is Hammond Home Healthcare. Yes. And, and now that, that is something that people, you know, need to know a little bit more about too, because I think it's a, it's an important, especially in my segment of, of Americana, the aging population and everything has to start giving thoughts to, to, do I leave my house? Do I go into a, a, you know, a retirement center because I'm still active? Do I go into an assisted living thing? What is Hammond? you know, health care all about? Sure. Well, like there are so many different home health care businesses that specialize in different things. Um, we originally got um, bought an existing agency last year, Fred and his brother, Scott, who's a 30 year um, veteran nurse, um, decide, well, we decided if Countdown to Escape didn't make it through the pandemic, we needed something else. And the SBA was just giving incredible um, incentives for helping people get businesses. So, um, so we, we did that and what we have decided, you know, we have pivoted, we have moved that that's the key right now pivoting. Um, we have worked and now 
what we're focusing on right now is um, we have a Medicaid business where we provide attendance services to um, elderly on Medicaid. So we're matching up attendance for them and that brings so much joy to be able to serve that community. Um, we also do private paid attendance for uh, people that just need some extra help around home. Maybe they have an ill uh, spouse and they just need help getting, getting their laundry done or maybe um, helping take care of the spouse while they're out, they're out doing some things. Maybe this is something that insurance wouldn't cover, but we can help provide attendance services for that. And then we're getting into a new little line of business called uh, remote patient monitoring. That's where we, you know, if you're at home and you um, don't want to be going to the doctor 10 times a week and you're having, uh, you're having blood pressure issues or whatever, it's monitoring where your doctor's office can monitor you while you're at home. Um, to be able to stay at home and not have to keep coming back in. So this is that's in the infantile stages right now. But anyway, that's kind of what we're working on here. And um, you know, you learn, you grow, you change, you realize how much you how much you don't know and how much more growing there is. And we're just we're going through all this, but we've got incredible um, mentors and leaders and just great, you know, a business that we're learning to bolt on to and and to continue to grow. So do your referrals come from the medical community? They, well, they do. They, they come actually from the state of Texas for our Medicaid arm. And then okay. the referrals from the community for the private um, the private attendant services. Yes. Yeah, so just people that know we see on next door and, um, you know, for other people that are starting their own small businesses or, you know, that are thinking about getting into it. Next door has been a wonderful resource for us. Um, and I think that's how we originally met Stuart was was through next door. And um, yeah, just through word of mouth. And, you know, and if we can't do something and we don't provide that services, we have met some incredible people that do provide a lot of different services in the home healthcare industry and we can refer people. Yeah. So network, networking. Absolutely. Now, if it, let's say that there is a homebound uh, individual and all that needs to, to needs medication, they need uh, maybe injections or something once a month. Is that a service that you provide and that you have have to have, you know, qualified people? You, you mentioned your brother-in-law who was was a, a veteran medic. Uh, you know, first of all, thank him for his service. Was your husband a veteran also? No, no. no. Scott, uh, Fred was not. And Scott was the one who's been in the in the healthcare industry. So Scott um, took care of that, that whole, the whole medical side. Okay. Since then we're pivoting and doing non-clinical stuff mostly. So hence the attendant services where you don't have to have any special skill. Um, the the uh, private attendant care, we have a lot of CNAs that are helping with that just in case there's medical um, needs on that side. And then right. the other. Um, remote patient monitoring. We've got some great Natalie Robertson, who's an incredible person in our local community and a physical therapist is, um, and clinician is helping lead that. Well, you know, again, as I say, in my, my age bracket and everything, we are all faced with uh, what, what do we do five years and 10 years from now? I mean, everybody wants to stay in, in their home, yes. uh, uh, but sometimes it's not, not feasible because arthritis uh, uh, comes in a, a slip and fall, uh, I have a mother-in-law that's over a hundred years old. Wow. She's she's still, you know, mostly self-sufficient, but she lives in a in a a one of these, you know, uh, assisted living communities where she has her own place. But if she ever gets to the point where Love she it. becomes a little bit more infirmed, she can move to the that section. And Love if she it. ever needs the nursing, th but 
it may be right for some people. It may not be right for some people. But I do know that most seniors want to stay independent on their their own as long as they possibly can. My mother in law, my mother in law, my mother in law still had has has a valid driver's license. Just gave up her car at one hundred years wow. old. Amazing, and we you finally know, got know, her. To, we finally got her into a motorized scooter. You can't stop her. She's like hell on wheels on this little. Scooter. I need to meet her. I want to be like her. Yeah, I love that. But you know, I think this is kind of the thing that you you see and assess and can 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 recommend to to those people is Absolutely. is what they need. We've met so many people that just, in, if, if anybody needs advice, I mean, there are so many things that are not in our scope of what we do right now, but we can refer people, we can give advice. Um, we've learned a lot. So, you know, just here for advice and, and all, that is great too. It, you know, again, I'm, I'm still in awe of all of the things that you do because between the home health care and are, you're still actively involved with the, the uh, independent school district uh, you, too, you aren't you? I'm actively involved with my friends in the school district now. I'm not. I'm not working anymore at Bledsoe or for um, the ISD. I miss it. Um, I love to go up to help with kindergarten roundup and um, you know just fun things like that. But I'm not. I'm not still working for them. I think. I think I couldn't. I couldn't add that to my plate right now. Yeah, where 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 would you find the time? You know, and honestly, I mean, like I'm listening to all this that I'm doing, and I'm thinking, let me let me just say, I don't think I'm I'm Superwoman or um or that I'm all that. And I literally, I um, you know, and even just with you mentioning that it was really hard for us to connect. Um, I think it's really important for us, just as human beings and as business people and community people, to really leave margin in our lives and space where we have nothing planned and nothing going on to where we can um, refresh, regroup, take care of ourselves, and also have that time to where if something happens, we can jump up and say, yes, let's meet. We can jump up and say, yes, I'll help you move, you know? And so that's something I'm really working on now is trying to create space for margin and uh, just, just that well, and very often in our lives, you know, those of us who have been leaders in a certain degree, you know, there there are people that are, are you know, uh, self-starters, there are leaders and there are followers. And many of us that want to be leaders or who have been leaders in our careers, you get to that point where you say, okay, it's time for me to be a follower. Uh I, I find that most people that have been in any kind of a leadership role, it's almost impossible to say, that's it. I'm finished. I'm just going to sit at home, watch right. movies, you know, uh, have cocktails and, and, and relax. You can't do that. Right. You know, you, you, that the juices are still flowing, but you said at the top of the show, you do things that you're passionate about. Um, and, and my wife and I were in the retail business for over 40 years. And when we finally retired, it was a matter of looking at that word passion. What do you enjoy doing it? And you know what? That's what I'm doing right now. I'm, I'm, I'm passionate about broadcasting. I'm passionate about talking to people, interacting with them. And I do it on a weekly program like, like this. You do it with, uh, with the, you know, the, uh, the website, uh, the, right. the Facebook page, uh, right. you know, the good stuff in Frisco. And it's, it's things that when, when you are passionate about something, you want to share your viewpoint. And I told you at the beginning, 
almost ever since I promoted this show a couple of days ago, it's just been nonstop comments about Shannon White Hammond. I love her. She is so involved. She is the greatest and all. And yeah, okay, I'm patting you on the back and I'm giving you the accolades, but they were earned, Shannon. You know, you earned all of these accolades because you affect people. And isn't that what we as human beings are on this earth to do? Yes. Yes. And you know, I mean, that fills me up because you're right. Like we all want to leave a mark. We all want to, and and y'all, I'm nothing special. I just open my mouth and encourage people. And, and I wouldn't, I would just kick myself if I didn't say this before we finished up. One of the things that I have learned during COVID and one of the things that I'm working on now and through my good stuff in Frisco or our good stuff in Frisco thing is truly um, listening to people. I have grown and grown from shutting my mouth and listening to people, people that think differently than me, people that walk a different walk than me. And it is changing my life. And seriously, y'all, we all can listen. We all can encourage. We all can do an act of kindness. It's just regular people. I I remember Judge Judy often says on, on, on her program, that's why God gave you one mouth and two ears. Yeah. is for you to listen twice as much as you speak. And mm-hmm. and, and if people would do that, if we would probably be able to get along with each other a little bit better. Like you said, yes. when you first started getting involved in the Facebook scene and all, you just found that there's so much negativity that people have just got so much to spew out and say they're upset about. Well, how about stepping back and saying, look, maybe I'm upset about it, but what am I doing and what are you doing to find solutions? Right, right. And I and I found also, I started asking people, I see, or saying, noticing, I see that you're upset. I see that you are, um, you got a lot to say. How about we sit down and I just listen to you? Like that has changed my life. And that could be a whole nother show, a whole nother podcast about listening to people. And like you said, I think that things could really change if we just did that. You know, you you touched a, a little bit upon this this area in Frisco called the Rail District. And for for those that are watching and and listening to the program from anywhere else in the country, number one, we invite you to come to North Texas and all an experience. It is becoming more of more of a, a destination because of our our interaction, our arts, our sports. Uh, our museums. Uh, there's so much to see here. Uh, we encourage you to come and, and, and spend a long weekend or a week and, and enjoy what we have here. But the rail district in Frisco is something that's not unique just to our, our town. This is something that those of you who are watching and listening, whether you're in a big city or whether you're in a small community, especially the small communities, mm-hmm. as the suburbs grow, the downtown areas seem to dry up and there is such a gold mine in these downtown areas for refurbishing and sharing small independent mama papa operations uh, and all that it, I will go out of my way to go to a town mm-hmm. to do shopping in a small shop rather than going to the big box stores. Right. Maybe it's because that's the business I was in. Uh, but well- Go ahead. I mean, we share the same ideas. Just through the pandemic, I finally, I never understood until we owned our small business for, you know, 
three years ago. And then the pandemic hit and I was like, oh my gosh, this is why it is so important to support local. Literally people's groceries depend on it and are besides that financial aspect, our hearts love our community. You know, we give back to the community. Um, that's just, that's our passions. You know, um, when I, when we first moved into the rail district, had our business, I remember being so intimidated because I didn't see myself as a business person. I just was a little receptionist in elementary school and I was so intimidated. Then I met all the merchants and realized, oh my gosh, okay, we all live in our community. Everyone is passionate about our community and being involved. And it's just regular people too, trying to make a difference. And that's all over the rail district. Well, and we, we all then become ambassadors for each other's businesses because when people come into your business and everything and they say, you know, Oh, thanks. I've had a great time at, at, at the escape room and everything. I'd like to get a good cup of coffee (laughs) right next, right next door. Uh, You you can go to summer moon summer moon. What's that? You know, fire brewed coffee, fire brewed coffee. I've never had anything like that. Right. You know, it's, it, that is a departure from your drive-through, get it in a styrofoam cup coffee mm-hmm. place. Mm-hmm. And, and and there are so many little places, the restaurants that we have in this town. But you know what? I'm preaching to the choir here. Right, right. For those listening and watching that live in these small communities, either around us or anywhere else in the country, Get out of the big city once in a while and go to a small town and go to that local diner and where it says Ma's Ma's Diner, go in because Ma is right behind the counter. Right, and right. the food and you will walk away with with a meal probably half the price of what it was in the city and all and and have a feeling of what Americana is is all about. Absolutely. And I will say this, a shout out to Frisco, Texas. Our citizens have been extraordinary with supporting local small businesses. I mean, there are so many Facebook groups, the um, Support Frisco Restaurants Facebook group, Jamie Height with her um, Frisco Residents Who Care. Um, She's another one I'm trying to, I'm trying to connect with and haven't been able to. Jamie and Melanie Hill with um, Getting to Know Frisco. I mean, these are people with a passion for our community and, and our citizens connect and they truly go out of their way to help local business. And we are in I mean, it just, it brings me to tears sometimes. It's, it means a lot. Well, you know, we also have a very, very good interaction in this, in this city with our politicians, with our fire department, with mm-hmm. our police departments, with mm-hmm. our school districts. Everybody is working to support and, and, and interact with each other. And that's what makes it work. It can work anywhere. We don't have a model that's unique to us. It's something that anybody can right. follow. And I mean, you can, you know, I encourage people, you got good news, uh, you know, go to good stuff in Frisco on Facebook and all and share, share an, an item and, and see what, what Shannon has set up on the Facebook. And, and, and if you just scroll down and read through some of the things that people have posted, you just get that warm, fuzzy feeling. And all. That really and, makes me happy. <laughs> and you know, like, like, we don't only, we want that happy feeling at all, but also to empower people to go out and to be part of the good stuff in Frisco and to be part of their good stuff wherever they live, because it's, it just takes regular people. The greater testament to you, Shannon, is the fact that a lot of what you have been able to do, you've been, you've done just in the last year or two. And keep in mind, folks, that's been a year or two where we have almost been shut down. 
you know, where right. doors have closed, where masks have gone on, where, where, where restaurants have had to, to either close their doors completely or go to curbside delivery only. Uh, you know, it's been a challenging time and probably the worst time for anybody <laughs> to say, I'm going to go into business. Uh, and but you know, you, you and, and Fred said, no, this is an opportunity and let's, let's go for it. And I, I applaud you, girl, you know, well, just, I don't even know what to say. Thank you. <laughs> I feel really, I just feel really lucky to be out, to be able to talk and to be on here and to, um, just thank you for giving me the opportunity to share and just, you know, and thanking Frisco for being Frisco and, Let's just keep it up. Let's let's keep it up, making a difference and being the good and showing the love. And folks, anytime that you want to interact with uh, with uh, Shannon, reach out to her. She is very very approachable, especially through the Facebook page. Uh, and and if you are local here, uh, countdown to escape. Try it. Get a couple people together. Get a foursome. Go out for it. Have have dinner. Then go to to countdown to escape. Uh, enjoy it. And if, you know, reach out to the Hammonds if you need any questions be answered about home health care uh, and all, because I'm sure that they will be more than happy to, to, to help you out. Yeah. Shannon, we finally connected. I thank you, dear. It's been, it's just been a great time together. I wish you the best of luck and please tell, tell Connor that he was, he oh. was, the, he was the seed that really planted my career and uh, and I wish him the best of luck. I because, love it because from one of my first shows, I'm glad that he has grown into a fine young man, and he is still very business oriented. He that is and community oriented, and boy, yeah, yeah. Stuart, you you are doing the good stuff in Frisco. You are part of that good stuff, seriously, and you are bringing incredible just people out here to talk to the community. I see there Ty Foley just said he had his art there at Countdown uh, for the wine walk. And yep. uh, we've loved having him. So anyway, thank you. Thank you. You're amazing. And just encourage our community to go out there, be part of the good stuff and make a difference. My pleasure. And again, thank you to Shannon White Hammond for, for spending some time right here on Someone You Should Know. As I always say, go out there and be yourself because everyone else is taken. And Love thanks it. again to No Sweat Experts for sponsoring our program. I will be right here next week at the same time with another edition of Someone You Should Know. Go out and make it a good day. Bye, y'all.